Yo, hey, you tell them heaven is my destination. Until I reach there, I'm teaching this kingdom education. Hey, don't be scared to lay your hands on the sick. And don't be scared to cast the devil out quick. Cause your obedience will unlock a miracle, though. Don't act hysterical, radical, born again fully. This is the Gospel Unbroken Podcast with Kevin and Alex. Let's awaken the lion. What is up, everybody? Welcome back. This is the Gospel Unbroken. I'm Kevin. As always, we got Alex here. What is going on, dude? Uh, not much. Not much. I uh, stepped into a uh, new form of, of ministry this week. Yes. Talk about it. It was a lot of fun. Um, I will say that you have to kind of work your way in there a little bit. It's a little different. But overall, it, it went really well. I had a good time. I got to know some some new people. You know, realize there's a need in that ministry. And I'm uh, hoping to get some other men involved and some other folks in there because we could use, use the help just because uh, you can't connect with everyone because we're all a little different. So the more folks we got the a little bit easier it'll be to connect with each person on a different level um to help them in their journey you know because these uh, folks are a little bit younger in their uh in their faith and in their life so. yeah tell, tell tell us who what you're doing uh so i'm uh, working with the youth right now um just started so it's mostly middle schoolers this week uh, which was a lot of fun it's exciting because uh, you know they I, I can almost remember wanting to talk about the same things, but they're a little bit different because of the time, right? The times are different. So like what's exciting to them, like in a, to an extent, was it kind of exciting to me um, at the same time? But it, it was a little different because like I said, the times were different. So um, they're just into new things that I'm not really aware of. And so like trying to learn about them and uh, look them up and stuff like that. And, you know, having somebody look at you and be like, you need this, bro, because if you're going to be doing like this type of stuff, you would need X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, how do you know that? You're like so young. And this is such an important group of people that, that need good leaders. You know, it's it's a huge, I mean, my hat's off to you for, for stepping up into that role because that's, you know, that's the next generation coming up. And, you know, we need to we need to teach those kids and we need to shape them. So, I mean, that's, dude, I think it's awesome, man. The most important thing in that whole thing, though, is, you know, um, be supportive and yeah. listen. That was like the biggest thing was to listen. So I spent a lot of time listening. I said very little. And I think that, you know, that'll probably change later as I get to know them a little better. But I listened a lot and learned a lot from um, from what's going on in their life because what they're dealing with now is different than what I was dealing with. Like their access to, to things is like on a whole nother level. And it's going to challenge you to grow as well in the yeah. process for sure yeah like uh, a friend of mine make, made a comment he goes uh yeah it's like uh the like one of the kids said m- referenced something from joe rogan and i don't i don't watch joe rogan but he he did and he's like he's like i've seen that i've heard that before from joe rogan and i'm like like that access to things is just like wild like what they're able to get to right so scary yeah, so, you know, you got to navigate it in a different way. But the most important thing um, is kind of listening, right, and being supportive. So um, you always want to make them feel good. And really, you know, like I said, that listening thing is 
is huge because it comes in so many different forms, right? Like I can hear you. They need like you got to be very intentional with your listening too. Like you know, you know, focused on them. Like they need to know that they have your attention. Because um, that the statement before I've heard um, was, I don't care how much you know, but if you show me how much you care, I might care how much you know. I've never heard that before. Yeah, a good friend of mine actually said that to me. That's really good. Before I went into it on Wednesday, I was with a friend of mine uh, earlier this week, and he said he said that exact thing, and I was like, you know, that's so true because um, there were some wise people that had probably spoke some wise things to me, but it didn't really resonate or matter to me because I don't never felt like they cared, so yeah. I didn't care. Mm-hmm. Um, but then people who did care, and I felt it and I knew it when they spoke, it, it, it came across a whole lot different. So in that aspect, right, you got to come in with 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 care, compassion, and and um, the willingness to uh, support and be there for them. Oh man, good on you, brother. We're 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 praying for you that it goes, uh, and it continues to go well. I know it will because I know where your heart's at, and I think that's the first step. If your heart's in the right place, you know, if it's it's in the right place, it's with God. He's going to use you for for what He is. Like you always say, you know, He don't call the equipped. He equips the call and he's calling you and you answered it. So that's, that's epic. Step one. <laughs> yeah, man. It, hey, that's, that's like we've talked, dude. That's part of the battle, right? Take the first step. Uh, baby steps, hundred percent. So yeah, I'm excited. Um, I'll be uh, going into it again this week. This will be my second go around. I'm excited to, to see him again and, and stuff. And just, uh, you know, if you can just always be praying for them too, cause they have a lot going on for sure in their lives and, it's all different. So that's that's one of the challenges, right? The differences. Um, but I do pray for them now. Like I like it really resonated real hard on me um on uh like Friday when I was praying for them on my way to work. Uh just because I was like, Man, like I could only imagine like um the people that were praying for me when I was like in that stage of life who were like, you know, he came up to me and he um opened up to me and they, and they prayed for me. Right. And, you know, I can only imagine how much prayer they put in, you know, cause you, it really does, uh, it goes with you and it's in a good way. Like yeah. it's a good thing. Like, cause I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm praying, praying for it, you know, and I know that if, uh, I keep going and just keep giving it to God that, um, he'll, he'll answer when the time is right. It may not be today, tomorrow, might be 20 years, 30 years, who knows, but uh, I'm not going to give up. So, no. Uh, I know God won't, so we'll just keep pressing and praying. That's what we tell tell our little boy all the time. What do you never do? And he'll say, I never give up. I never give up. So, yeah, don't don't give up, man. I, God's got you. He's got your back. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. So what's uh, what's new with you? What's going on? Oh, man, it's, uh, it's been a little bit of a challenging week. Um, my wife's been... A little ill, uh, and she's actually, I say a little, I, I downplay it. She's been pretty miserable, actually, but she's on the mend now, so so that's good. So we just keep, you know, praying that, you know, it's a speedy recovery. Don't worry, it's nothing serious. It's just a very painful thing that she's going through. So, you know, it's, it's hard for me to sit back and not be able to do anything to help her, you know, because there's, you know, there's nothing that you can do. And so I do my best, you know, what can I do for you? Can I do anything? And. You know, she's so type A independent. She's like, nope, I'm fine. And I know she's just miserable inside, but 
Other than that, man, it's been it's been a good week up here. No complaints from me. So I, I've been given a lot of thought to what we talked about last week, and I, I know you have as well. Oh man. So um, I took it to heart, dude. Yeah, yeah, same. I actually I conversated about it a, a bit this week with some folks, and um, so did I. Still, uh, I, there's a like I won't say that I some of my opinions and thoughts have changed, but some have in yeah. some ways. So still working on it. Yeah, I same man. I, I it it hit me pretty hard. You know, I realized that, you know, in the moment of our conversation was the was the thing is I realized like, man, I I don't have control over this. Just yesterday I'm telling I would consider Mike, you know, almost like an accountability partner. Like I, I trust his word, I trust his opinion, I trust his thoughts. And I told him I had it under control and I didn't. So, you know, when we were talking about it and we got done and I was kind of, I didn't tell my, you know, the details of what we talked about. I said, we had a pretty, pretty raw conversation and it, you know, it, it's going to challenge me. So yeah, this, this week I've, I've really put my focus in like, what is, what is God trying to do here? What's, what's he telling me? How can he help me? How can he guide me? And I, I, I ended up in the book of Ephesians. So I kind of want to talk a little bit about that and kind of see what your thoughts are. So, you know, the book of Ephesians, Paul's basically writing a letter to the Ephesians. The main message is you know, believers in Christ are reconciled not only to God but to each other. They're, they're to maintain unity of purpose within the families and the church while resisting the temptation to fall into the sin of the world surrounding them. And so I'm, I'm reading through Ephesians, and I found it interesting. In Ephesians four twenty six and 27, he tells us, Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger and give no opportunity to the devil. Now, what I wanted to pay close attention to in that was give no opportunity to the devil. And so if we go a little bit further, in 431-32, he says, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you with all malice and be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. I got to that and, you know, right out the at the gate, I'm, one, he's telling us to forgive each other. And two, above that, he's saying, give no opportunity to the devil, right? So if we declare or we accept God into our hearts, declare Jesus, Lord and Savior, right? It's my duty as a follower to do everything I can to live like Christ, you know, knowing full well that I'll never be Christ. I'll never live up to that. I'll never be perfect, I still need to give it everything I can to allow God to work through me and in me and be an imitator of him. What are your thoughts? Well, you know, I was talking to my boy BP today and we were conversating about this topic of forgiveness. And um, it's funny because God's called us to, to, to forgive, right? That's yep. part of what we're supposed to do. And it's tough and it looks different and it looks different in so many different scenarios when you, really take a good look at it and I we were talking about the example of if you if I need to forgive you do you have to come and ask me for it right there's that scenario and then there's the scenario of do I have to go and ask for forgiveness and then is it is that between me and God so that was a, a very tough 
question and it looks different in so many different ways right um but ultimately like in that you are responsible to god in that right so whether you go and you ask for forgiveness there's power in that too right there's a lot of power in that and and one right like god can use that to help you grow and then there's the other scenarios where you're like oh well you know what i don't even you know know how to get in touch with this person or can find this person right and then there's that too right and you know i was kind of trying to navigate this and it wasn't easy right so we talked a little bit about um what god says and what the bible says in matthew here chapter 18 verse 21 uh, then peter came to him and said lord how many times could my brother sin against me and i forgive him as many as seven times I tell you, not as many as seven, Jesus said to him, but 70 times seven, right? So there you go. Like, you're called to, to forgive. So whatever that looks like, you got you to gotta work on it. You got you to gotta get that taken care of. And it, and it will look different. I don't think I'm ever going to, you know, call up my dad and be like, hey, you know, I, I forgive you. Um, one, I don't, I don't really know how to get in touch with him, but... I don't think I'm going to just call him up and hit him up and be like, hey, I forgive you. It's just not something that I don't think I need to do. Like, I yeah. pretty much, I haven't completely made peace with it, but I'm working on it. Like, I'm, you know, taking it to God and, you know, I'm confessing it and I'm working on it. And it's it's tough. I haven't fully feel like that. I don't fully feel like that's under, under not under control, but I haven't fully made peace with it. But I'm working on it. So it does look different, right? Um, so in that aspect, um, I, I would say we're called to forgive. As yeah. Jesus has forgiven us. As we've have got as God has forgiven us for what we've done. So that's where I kinda stand with it right now. Um yeah, yeah. and it's there all the scenarios are different. So I am trying to address this each scenario as they come up. Yeah. So Paul writes in chapter 5 of Ephesians, he says, Therefore be imitators of God as beloved children, and walk in love as Christ loved us, and give himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. So I read that, and then, I, then I'm scrolling through Instagram, right, where so much negative stuff is, right? And I, I, I'm reading, and I get to that point where I'm like, all right, I just, my brain needs a little bit of a break. Um, cause, I mean, you see all these notes I got here. My brain needs a break, so I start aimlessly scrolling and I scroll across this video that was a literal gem given to me by God. And this guy, he's, he's talking about forgiveness. And so I'm just going to, I'm going to paraphrase what he says here. Right? So he says, forgiveness does not change the person that hurt you. He says, forgiveness doesn't change that person. Forgiveness changes you. Guess what? Forgiveness does not do. Forgiveness doesn't mean you forget. You never forget. You will. You'll, you'll never forget. But here's where it gets good. He says, but you do have the opportunity to forgive every time you remember. There are some things in my life and some people in my life that every time I remember, I have to forgive them again. Forgiveness is not a one-time fix-all. Forgiveness is a daily sacrifice that I have to implement so that I can receive what it is God has for me. If I don't put into practice forgiveness for those that hurt me, then I hold myself hostage to a prison 
that God never intended for me to stand. And I, dude, <laughs> right in the gut, man. Like, that hit me. And so, you know, I, it is, dude. It's, it's a daily sacrifice. Like, let's be honest. It could be, it could be a sacrifice by the hour some days. But if I want what God has for me, it's a sacrifice I must give. And I loved how he said opportunity. When he says, he says, every time I remember, I have the opportunity to forgive them again. It's a perspective shift, right? You're shifting the perspective instead of thinking, I have to. Uh, you know, we get to think I get to. Because I take this opportunity every time I remember, right? It's only going to change me. It is only going to grow me closer to God. Whereas if I let the opportunity pass, it's only going to grow me further from God and closer to man. I'm now doing what Paul said don't do. I'm giving opportunity to the devil. If I don't seize the opportunity to forgive whatever person it is for whatever thing that they did, so when I forgive, I'm shutting the door on the devil's opportunity to use what God ultimately had intended to be good. So, we must act. We must take the opportunity. And James says, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror, for he looks at himself and goes away and once forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the perfect law, excuse me, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doings. I got to do it, man. I got to take that opportunity to forgive them every time. It's a sacrifice. Yeah, that brings up the what it looks like. It's different. It's different. Every situation is different on how that process goes. I like the way you put that, right? Like, that's what I've been kind of dealing with, with like, like my brother and my dad. Like, every time it comes to mind, it's like, forgive them. Like, forgive them. And so that scenario is different, right? Because it, it's just, that's just me, between me and God. That's not between me and anybody else. Like, I take that time. That's between me and God and me working it out with God. But I think that's it, right? Yeah, I think you know, so. I don't, you don't have to. Every time you remember, reach out to that person. I love that you said that earlier. It's like, do I have to ask for it? Do they have to ask for it? Or is this just between me and God? And I think the first place is, like you said, if, if you take that time with God and I forgive every time between me and God, if it, it's gonna, God's going to do what he needs to do with that. Yeah, and that's kind of how I, how I looked at it was, right? Like, I'm going to work it out with God. And if he says, hey, big dog, you got to go you got to go talk to him. Like, all right. You know, there's probably going to be a, a big struggle there for me. I could see it now. Like, you know, if God's like, Hey, you need to go talk to someone. It's going to be tough. I'm going to be like, Hey, you know, I got anything but that, like, please, anything but having to sit there and, and, and do that. But then again, if that's what he wants me to do, that there's something he, he's probably going to help. There's probably going to be a way in which he makes, helps me grow. And if he's calling you to do it, he's equipped you, right? Yeah, 100%. And that's, like I said, that's the tough part, right? Like there's, you know, in that forgiveness, there's that aspect where, you know, God's like, hey, you got to go. You need to go and, and talk to them. And then you're like, oh, no, 
I don't want to like I I I could totally see that, and I I could see it with myself. I'm be like, God, anything but that. You know, he he's gonna deal with with me and and in the way that he sees fit uh, to help me get through it. And that's the beauty of, of my relationship with God, right? It's different than than yours. It's different than somebody else's. It, that's what makes it personal, right? It's 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 a relationship with Him, and so how He navigates me and and the relationship I have with him is, you know, going to ultimately determine how I navigate these other situations. Um, so that, yeah, you, you gotta just work, work it out with God. Let's, let's start there. Right. If I were to say we got, where are we starting? That's, that's where we're starting. Yeah. That's, that's the, that's the start line. Step one. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, let's do, let's call a spade a spade, right? If, if that's what you're called to do, that ain't going to be easy. That is going to be, and same thing for me, right? Because, you know, we're all, we're all in our own situations. It's going to be troubling. It's going to be painful, right? But if you, I mean, if you open the book of James, here you go. James 1, 2. When troubles of any kind come your way, consider an opportunity for great joy. Notice he didn't say if troubles come your way. He says when, right? So, I mean, the the truth is, guys, there's there's no there's no easy answer here. The easiest answer is what Alex just said: start with God, work it out with you and God, talk to God about it, pray to God about it. But we have to be willing to sacrifice every time that we remember back to the. How many times? Seven. No, seven times 70. You know what I mean? Over and over and over and over again. And, dude, I mean, truth is, you may be doing it for the rest of your life, which is a hard pill to swallow, but if that's, if that's what God is calling us to do, that's, that's what's got to be done. That's where, that's where we got to start. I don't know about you, but I want what God has intended for me. I don't want to be stuck in this this prison because that's not where God wants us. But we have to do what he's calling us to do. When you take a moment and you look at the things that you've done and you just take in a, a quick accountability of, of, you can just take a couple things. You don't have to take everything. Just take a couple things and just look at that and say, you know, God's forgiven me for that, Right. He's calling me to that same thing, to to give that same forgiveness to others. Because that's what you want, right? You know, we've said it over and over that, you know, you you want what, you want to give what God has given you. And so it it's going to be tough. There's just no way around that part. Um, and I don't want to beat the, the dead horse, but you will, um, it will be hard. And that's why you got support around you. So you put men around you and you talk about some of these things and you have these hard conversations with each other. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I've played this scenario of my with my dad in my head like a million times over and over. And it, it's, like, so difficult <laughs> at times. But uh, what I've come back to recently the most is, you know, like, I want 
to give the forgiveness that God is going to give to me because I, I want that from him. And so I want to basically give that same to others. Just like he says, you know, uh, be merciful for I am merciful, right? You, you want to be just like that. And, um, you know, you just look back to the God put on flesh and blood. You know, he came down here. Jesus came down here, right? And he was like skin and bone, like, hey, I'm going to walk this life just like you did. And it is tough, but he did it. And he paid that price for us so that, so that we can be forgiven. And how else are we going to bring other people to the kingdom if we can't truly say, hey, brother, you've been forgiven. God, you, you've settled it with God. You, you've made it. You made it known you and God are good, and you're forgiven. So now display that same thing to others. Yeah, you know, going back on what you said, you know, like if you just sit down and, you know, take it, take, take account of things that you've done, no sin is greater or less than any other. If you break one law, you break God's law. And so, you know, we hear it all the time in scripture, we hear it in sermons, we hear it, you know, all about Jesus is forgiving. God is a merciful God. God is forgiving, 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 forgiving. I mean, it's such a frequent word used of what is given to us. Then, I mean, if we're being honest, no man deserves any of it, but it's given to us. So like, yeah, it's, dude, it's, it's a hard, hard thing to do, but like, I gotta do it. Gotta sacrifice. Doing the, doing short-term pain for the long-term gain, like you said, over and over, this is gonna hurt. This is gonna hurt. Every time, this is gonna hurt. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this out there, and then I wanna kinda move on to the same topic, but in a different form. All right. Um, so... Um, Colossians three thirteen, accepting one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you must also forgive. So there's forgiving others, and then there's this other little internal thing that we deal with that we don't like to talk about sometimes is forgiving ourselves. Yes, I was hoping that's where you read it when you read that. Yeah, um, I. I struggle with this a lot. I'd be willing to say that that's harder than forgiving someone else is forgiving ourselves. I would for say me, so. For me, yeah. I would say so. I I will hold it over my head as long as I can. Yeah. Like, there's a piece of me that, for whatever reason, is like, I feel like I should be, like, punished. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, you did, you, you wronged, I wronged someone. Now I should be punished. Do you find yourself when something goes wrong or something you know bad starts happening in your life do you find yourself because i do this all the time when things go wrong i'm like this is this is because i did a b c and d this is payback this is this is me getting what i deserve for whatever whatever in the context whatever's happening i find something to relate to and i'm like oh man i did this and this is this is karma coming back yeah i, I I find myself in that situation a lot. Um, but forgiving yourself is, that's a, 
That's a battle in and of itself. I haven't studied that one yet. It's a tough one. Like, it's not easy. It's not um, something you're going to be excited to tackle either. No, because how many of those things have you pushed down so deep that you just try to not even think about them? And you know that in order to forgive yourself, I got I to gotta expose these again to myself, not even to anybody else, to myself. And I got, you know what I mean? I have to self-reflect and take some accountability. Yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's uh, another reason why I like to reference the you got to work it. You, that's a you and God got to work that out with each other because yeah. I, I reference that a lot because of that like forgiving myself like that's i don't have to work that out with you i don't got to work that out with anybody like that's a the man in the mirror you got to work it out with that guy like when he walks away do you even remember who it was like you said earlier yeah you know uh sometimes no because that forgiveness forgiving myself is just beating me up and i'm like i'm sitting there and i'm like all right we're moving on and then boom like walk away from the mirror. I'm like, man, I don't even know who that was. Like you haven't walked away from that. You haven't forgiven yourself for that. You're still holding that over your head. Yeah. Is that person, is that person you're looking at in the mirror, the person that you remember? No. Yeah. No. Typically not. I mean, it, it, it's a tough, tough battle that I have dealt with. Um, like you said, like it was something small that I let become something massive. And now like trying to address it is even more difficult. Because I'm like, oh, you know, I've already resolved that. No, no, I didn't. I just ignored it. And now I'm trying to figure out how to do it. I kind of think that, you know, as we're talking about this and I'm thinking, I don't, I don't know that it's necessarily much different. I think that this is just my thought, but I think that one, like you said, I got to work this out with God, but two, I got to take this as an opportunity every time to forgive myself and to and to talk to God about it and to repent and to ask God for forgiveness, whatever that conversation between you and God looks like. But I don't think that that's much different, man. I think it's, we have to take that opportunity because again, what can that, like you just said, you something that was so small has become this big thing now. What What is that? What is that we're doing? We're now giving opportunity to the devil because we're not taking the opportunity to give it to God. I, I look at it like this. Like if you can't forgive yourself, it's like saying, you know, Hey God, you don't have the power to forgive me. Yep. Right. Like think of it in that perspective. Like he's basically said, um, confess your sins to me and you, and you'll be forgiven. Right. And it's like, you're turning around and saying, well, I may have confessed it to you, but I can't forgive myself. So there is no power in, in your forgiveness. Like, let that sink in for a sec. And that's what, what you're given opportunity to. That what he's telling you he will do, you are saying he, he will not do. And now you're, you're given a foothold where you, you shouldn't because it's very clear that he will forgive you. He's stated it. So many times throughout. So you got to take that opportunity, seize that moment to ask for forgiveness. If you got to forgive yourself every day, well, you know, that's part of the journey. It's not something that's a one-time thing. 
I think it's something that you, you're going to deal with the rest of your life on, on your journey is forgiving yourself for little things throughout, right? Um, but really believing in that forgiveness. Yeah, you said basically it's, you know, you're saying, ah, God, you can't, you can't do this, right? So that like that in a roundabout way is putting half my faith in God and half my faith in man because I'm saying you can't you can't compete with this, right? If I'm not giving it all to you. And James says in one six, but when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world and they are unstable in everything they do. We have to put all our faith in God and trust that, you know, he He says just before that, if you need wisdom, ask your generous God and he will give it to you. God, help me. God, please help me forgive myself. God, please help me forgive myself for doing this. God, please help me forgive this person. God, help me. If we ask and we ask and we ask again and we, again, put down our pride and ask him over and over, James tells me right here, he will give it to me. And if I, if my identity is in Christ and my faith is there, I have to believe he will give me that. I'll give you an example. I was molested when I was a kid and I went 20, 20 something years without speaking a word of it. I came to the church. I came to Christ. And one of the first things I began to ask him for, the few times that I would pray, because let's be honest, I I still struggle with the amount that I pray. But when I did, I would ask him for the strength to confront this. God, give me the strength to please, to please confront this. And at the time, I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't know if that was confronting it within myself and dealing with it and, you know, finding a way to, to heal or if it was actually confronting the person that molested me. And I, I did, this went on for probably a good year. I got baptized. After I got baptized, I said that same prayer. God, please help me. Please help me confront this. Please give me the strength that I, I, I do not possess to handle this, to, to confront it, to face it. Three days, two days, three days, I confronted that person. So it took a while, right? I had to pray this for a long time. And I'll be honest, I don't think that up until I went public with my faith and and got baptized, I don't think I'd really given all my faith to God. But when I gave it all to him and I went under that water and I came washed out a new person, a, a, a new a new creation in God, washed by the blood of Jesus, and I prayed that prayer. He said, I got you. Put on my armor. Let's go. Because you and me, we're going to do this together. 
And so I know, dude, I know it works. But again, that whole time praying that prayer is what I've always said is one of the hardest places to be in, and that's God's waiting room. We're coming to God with something, and for whatever reason, he's not saying no, but he's saying not yet. Not yet. And so we sit in God's waiting room, and too often, Alex, and too often, we walk out of that room. And I, and I always think of it in, in the context of, say my little boy breaks his leg, and I take him to the hospital, and it's packed. Hours are going by, nurses are coming out, yep, we'll be with you in a minute. I don't get to a point where I'm like, you know what, we're done waiting, let's go home. We'll take care of this on our own. That's insanity. I would never do that. But too often we, as men, do that when we take something to God, something that's so big or even little, that we take to God. We're like, I need help with this, man. I, I need you to lift me up. I need you to, to walk this road with me, part the sea, help me. And when it doesn't get answered right away, too often we walk out of the room. And the whole time he's just saying, no, man, you're not ready yet. Just sit tight. A couple more minutes. Wait a little bit longer. Because God's never early. God's never late. God is always on time. That he is always on time. I mean, when I think back to little things of, like, struggles of um, forgiving myself, I kind of think back to, like, as you're young, like, the easiest way to escape something is to tell a lie, right? So, you know, you, you just tell them and you don't even think about it. You don't really cross that path or go over that bridge. But you, it is something that you do deal with. But I always think of that, like, it's sometimes the hardest one to ask for because you always convince yourself that you're doing it for a really good reason, right? And so... In that situation, I always am like, man, like, I did it for a good reason. You know, I said, oh, I can't make it because yada, yada, yada. You know, you, 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 you plead with yourself, right? It's still wrong, right? So um, that's one of the things of forgiving myself that I struggled with um, because it, it affects others too, right? In that light, like, I'm, that was, that was something that kind of, was on my mind just now just of something of an example of that I struggled with um early on um in life and that was that like I did it for a good reason it, there was a purpose so you there's so many battles and that's one that you do deal with and finding and you know getting forgiving yourself right asking for forgiveness and yeah because sometimes it, you, those things don't even affect other people at times right they're so minute. Not directly. Yeah. Um, but over time, like, the person that they really do eat at is the man in the mirror. Right. Because the man in the mirror knows the truth. Yep. So he's got to deal with that. And so over time, you, that one will will eat at you, right? And, it, and you know, they're not always, like, like I said, I think we all have them. We've all told them in our own ways, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Whether small or big or whatever. But now we have to, like, 
when we have to deal with them, they can be a little difficult to deal with because you've convinced yourself it was for a purpose, right? And that's like in the essence of going back and being of the world instead of being transformed from the world, right? The Bible doesn't want, the Bible says we don't, we shouldn't be conformed to the world, but transformed from it. So that's something that I like think about as um, a struggle that I've had personally that I've struggled to forgive myself with because I, in a sense, convinced myself, oh, it's just a little like, it's a little one, not a big deal, but it is a big deal because it's still wrong. So, you know, over time, it builds up, becomes a bigger thing. So how do you navigate, you know, how do we navigate that, right? And it goes back to the same thing of confessing daily, asking for forgiveness daily, taking it to God, truly allowing him to forgive you. Two, we need to recognize how powerful that really is, right? You're talking about, I tell my, myself or, or whoever this, this little eye, and it's for a purpose, right? But we have to fully understand how powerful that is. And there's a section here in James. He says, we can make a large horse go wherever we want by means of a small bit in its mouth. And a small rudder makes a huge ship turn wherever the pilot chooses to go, even though the winds are so strong. In the same way, the tongue is, small, is a small thing that makes grand speeches. He then says a little bit later, it is a whole word, a whole world of wickedness corrupting your entire body. It can set your whole life on fire for it is set on fire by hell itself. That is how powerful our tongue is. And that's not just verbally speaking. I mean, your tongue is speaking the lies into your brain. Me too. Like those, those lies we tell, the lies we tell internally to ourselves. Ah, this is okay. It's not that, it's not that big of a deal. Maybe it's on maybe it's on the account of a sin that we're committing. Ah, uh, it's fine. I won't do this tomorrow. Or it's a little white lie we're telling someone. Uh, but it's for a purpose. We have to fully understand how powerful that is and where it comes from. It comes from the devil. What's the only way we can combat the devil? With God. We gotta gotta give it to God. And, and you know, James later says in chapter 4, he says, what is causing the quarrels and fights among you? Don't they come from the evil desires? Um, don't they come from the evil desires of war within you? When I read that, what is causing the quarrels and fights among you? I don't think that just means between me and person A. Like, I, I think that is, what about the quarrel with ourselves? What about the quarrel that, you know, like you said, that, that, that battle I'm fighting inside myself. And I just, I, I find that interesting that he says that. Like it, it, it's coming from within us. When, when Adam committed sin in the garden, he welcomed the devil into our lives. The devil is in us. But we can, we can push that out with God. So like the, the, 
the not so simple but simple answer is we have to give it all to God, man. It sounds like we're beating a dead horse and we keep saying give it to God, but like that's where this all starts. I would almost wrap that up with you got to forgive yourself. You got to start somewhere. So let's start with let's forgive ourselves. Let's work on that. Let's understand that and the full capacity of what that is. And that is that, hey, when we confess it to God, he forgives us of our sins. He cleans, He cleanses us. And then we got to mo- move on to some of the other things of forgiving others. But how can you give something to somebody that you don't understand? And so that's when I, why I say let's work on, if I'm going to work on something, it's forgiving myself, cleaning that up, and understanding what it is to be forgiven and to fully give it to God and to not tell myself, yeah, I'm good and not have, and not give and not have fully given it to him. So let's give it to God. Let's let's clean, clean that up and then let's um, work on, on forgiving others and whatever that looks like, whether that's talking to them um, or whatever, but I'm going to stay with, with where my, with where my mind is on it is you got to work it out with with God 100%. So here is the scripture as we love we love scripture here. Here's a scripture that says exactly what you just said. The scriptures say God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. James 4 7. So humble yourselves before God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come close to God, and God will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. Let there be tears for what you have done. Let there be sorrow and deep grief. Let there be sadness instead of laughter, and gloom instead of joy. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up in honor. So yeah, you're right, Alex. Step one, forgive yourself. Like I challenge you, and I'll challenge myself, and I'll challenge everybody listening. Take some time this week, sit down, and write down on a piece of paper some things that you haven't forgiven yourself for. And then when you write them, pray to God and read every single one of them. Ask him to forgive you. And then ask him for the strength to forgive yourself. That's my challenge to you. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. May your kingdom come. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us the day our daily bread and forgive us for our sins, as we also have forgiven ours. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Stay bold, stay courageous, stay in the word. Yeah, hey, you tell them heaven is my destination. Until I reach there, I'm teaching this kingdom education. Hey, don't be scared to lay your hands on the sick. And don't be scared to cast the devil out quick. Cause your obedience will unlock a miracle though. Don't act hysterical, radical, born again fully, yes, evangelical. Hey, my commitment is consistent in my father's work. How can you say that you a Christian if you're not at work?